Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back. Hello. How are we all? Yeah. Um, that was, I left a little pause there for the listeners to just go like, yeah, yeah, we're oh, all good, yeah, cheers. Thank thanks, God. Thanks for asking. Thanks, Stu. Nice, nice that you was polite, unlike Chris. <laughs> I um, don't care how, how you are. Um, well, hopefully you've listened to, to part one and you've enjoyed it. Um, Brad was a, a cracking guest. Mm-hmm. And um, and as you now know, he's talking about Trilby's, <laughs> uh, which I don't think there's probably ever been a podcast Featuring a UFC fighter talking about his top five trilbies. trilbies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as, as, as you know, you're halfway through his his story of how he, he got into what he does and, and and what it involves and his take on it. And you know, he's he's a, he's an educated fella. Yeah. You know, it's easy to, to to look at some of these fighters and just presume they're rough kids from rough estates that just yeah. get pulled into it. But that you know, I think you're finding out more and more as as this sport becomes the size it is that these are educated people. Yeah, these are not, mixed martial artists. Yeah. They like fi- the physical contest side of it, but yeah. it's not about. It's not just. A, it's not violence. As he it? says a lot, he's, yeah. he's he's just a competitor. Yep. And 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 that that's what drives him, whatever sport and whatever else. So um, yeah, I hope hope you're enjoying it, and um, and, and we look forward to to um sharing the second part with you. Yeah. Um, should we do some some shout outs? We've already had them. We're in that part one. Do you want to do another one? Well, let's just get. If, what if they haven't listened to part one and they just get part two? Okay, shout outs. Well, I'm not that bothered, but I know that. We're going to get a text off Pip going, why don't you mention that? <laughs> okay. Um, shout outs to, well, 76 our producer. Yep. Um, and then everyone else from the Distraction Pieces Network as yep. well. Do we have to list them? You're the one who started this. Now you've opened this can of worms. You're going to have to, aren't I'm you? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Okay. So there's Stop and Search with... Jason Reed. And there's Say Why to Drugs with... Dr. Susie Gage. Is this a test? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's Tuesday Night Joy with... Jim Smallman. And the one that he just recorded, uh, I'm looking forward to that, actually. It's with a few of the people off her progress. And there's a story about how I met one of the, the wrestlers' mums at uh, Tuesday Night. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 this is progress the other week, so that's worth listening to. And there is another one called Distraction Pieces with... Uh, uh, um, oh, is that rapper? The one, the one was, he talks funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, a mm. uh, big thanks to Screw because obviously, um, yeah, we wouldn't be sitting here doing this no, if he didn't suggest it was a good idea. So uh, as much as we have to be horrible to him because it's no. just how, how it all works. It's all but, love. Um, but yeah, but we so. do uh, appreciate everything. No, definitely, man. So um, enough of that. Um, should we just say um, enjoy part two? Enjoy part two. Yeah. Bye. Um, should we go to a, a 
Number yeah, three? Yeah, who, who, who have we got for number three then? Who are we going with? Um, we've got a few um, left, obviously. So, um, right, well. I, could do, I, I see the next one, which is one that I actually don't know too much about. It's more for my, my obviously, my, my parents are a lot older. Uh, my dad was 52 when I was born, my mum was 41, so they're older parents. So they love Frank, Frank Sinatra, so he was nice. the next, uh, next Arguably. one. Arguably. One of the most famous wearers of the <laughs> yeah, show. but that's the thing. I feel a bit. Uh, yeah, he was a really cool, iconic yeah, yeah. character. But the uh, thing with me is, I actually don't. I can't say. Yeah, yeah, me and Frank. You know, we go back. <laughs> you know, I remember listening to this one. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. it's more of my yeah. parents. You know, yeah, yeah. iconic, absolutely yeah. iconic. And he he said, um, a man should never let his hat wear him. Really, yeah. is that one of his quotes? Yeah, there, uh, What do you mean by that? Though? Well, I think. Like, um, he, you wear the hat rather than you be defined by your hat, which I guess right. kind of, yeah. In that case, you have to do a handstand. <laughs> Otherwise, the hat is actually wearing you. It's yeah. on you. That's a good point. So I he get didn't it. He did by his own rules, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he got as successful as he did. Yeah, note to sell, Frank. Um, and he was saying, like, basically that um, when you put, I've seen you put yours on after your, after your weigh-in and stuff like that. Yeah. There didn't seem to be a lot of hat etiquette. It looked like you just plonked it back on the barnet and, <laughs> and went and had a stare down. Yeah. But he's saying that the tilt is crucial. Yeah. Slightly back and slightly to one side. Well, I was going wrong then. Yeah. <laughs> mate. So I think... Uh, Shit, I need to redo my career. Mate, I'm telling you, mate. Get off the scales, stand there for a while, tilt it, slightly back, compose yourself. Done. Shit. <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying to remember, like, because, like you, like, I, I remember him wearing it, but I've not watched, like, loads of his movies and stuff like yeah. that, so I couldn't I couldn't sit here and go, um, oh, I remember him definitely wearing Singing it. Singing in the Rain was probably the it, most, of, good, like, yeah. I think he, uh, he just, he wore it well, didn't he? And, and, and I think the fact that he was probably wearing about £5,000 worth of suit in every photo he had yeah. in one of them hats on his head as well, like, he was just a, it was just a style icon, really, wasn't he? Yeah, like, he, he was. always just looked the that's, shit. That's why he had... 12 other extra rules because yeah. he's like that's why he's a star icon I have it 13 degrees yeah. Yeah. Well, and for the most of us we'll be like I'm just fucking wearing it he has to be OCD <laughs> yeah. yeah and I think like obviously lots of gangsters of you know going back years and years and mm. years but were synonymous with, with yeah. the trilby and, mm. they're uh, more definitely more fedoras yeah, yeah. but I but think in America yeah, yeah for sure. Sinatra was quite famous for having all sorts of connections wasn't he oh yeah with, for uh, sure with, with, with all the, uh, all the, the, the bad moment, boys yeah. of the day. That's uh, it, well, uh, Vegas, isn't it? It started by gangsters. Yeah, so yeah. He, was the, he was the star of the show over there, wasn't yeah. he? So, yeah, but yeah, you're right, it's more fedoras in, in the States, yeah. for sure. But, uh, yeah, we're keeping this one East End. But, uh, but, okay, so I, I, what I wanted to ask you as, as well is, um, how, like, how, did you, how long have you been with your missus, and, and how did that come about? Like, and... Did she know you, you was a fighter? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish Tinder was around when I was growing up. Loads of my mates but like, you know, did she, was you a fighter when you met her? And yeah. Like, uh, actually, obviously, I say, uh, I, I didn't talk about it, my, my, my parents were, were in shoe fashion. My brother got into fashion and he used to work for a company called Diesel. Uh, yeah. And he went up pretty high working in, in Diesel. And there was a... a, a, a they had like an, another part of diesel called Diesel 55. Yeah, I remember. 55 DSL. It started off 
more kind of snowboarding sort of stuff, more street, that sort of way. It was the, like the cooler kind of... That's it. I remember their yeah. jackets. Was yeah, so like um, my brother um, my brother was started running that, that side of it for a part. And then my, my wife, now Sarah, started working for him. Um, and that's how she kind of semi got to know who about me because obviously she ran my brother. She didn't see me, but she just saw him look like, I'll oh, watch this or look at this and that sort of stuff. And so it was early on in my career. But then I remember, um, actually, the first time I actually met her, she was actually going out one of my, kind of seeing one of my brother's friends. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so for me, I, I've always been that guy. That's why I say I wish I had Tinder, because <laughs> it's really hard for me. I'm, I'm never, like I say, I'm a very proud and confident guy. If I went up to a girl, I went, can I buy you a drink? And they would look to me and go, nah, mate. That would ruin my yeah, night. Yeah, I'd yeah. literally be ruined. Yeah. I'd be like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" So like, but obviously I have other mates who go in there like with like a machine gun, shoot a thousand bullets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something's gonna hit. Yeah, you know? cool, yeah. Like, yeah, but I wasn't that guy. Yeah, they yeah. can they can be they can be like blown out like ten times and they're still going strong. I, yeah, it's it's interesting that because I'm I've always been a bit like that in, in clubs and I'm not very good at approaching girls. No, like terrible. That. And because there is, to me, it's a degree of like, yeah, like you say, it's a bit of like, oh no, I don't really want to get blown out like that. But at the same time, you're not worried about trading blows with anyone. And it's, no. it's strange, isn't it? How like we can sort of like be in, in some areas. But I'm confident with fearless. that. I'm confident yeah, with yeah. that. I, yeah. I know that I can throw a bunch. Yeah. But I don't. I, but then also, I, I know I'm not, I'm not bad with the ladies in that aspect. But it, for me, it was always the case. So if someone said to me, hey, you know that girl over there, my mate, she quite likes you. As soon as I know there's a physical attraction, boom, I know my yeah. charm will work. I can yeah. go over there, chat. And With your shirt off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> get, get, my, get my 20 pack out. You know? But it's like, for, for me, as soon as I knew that, that, that for me, it was always that, that, that ice of, do they find me attractive, yeah. yes or no? Yeah, if they yeah, found yeah. me attractive, I knew that my personality. You're off, you can find. Yeah, yeah. my personality is fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not an arsehole or anything yeah. like that. So I'm mean, assuming that, I'm a nice guy, yeah. you know, it will yeah. work. But it was always that, I don't know. So yeah. as soon as I knew that anyone had any kind of liking of me, it was fine. But then also, I, my character came out a lot more when I know someone's off bounds. Where So when I met my wife, Sarah, mm. she was like kind of semi-seeing one of my brother's friends, mm. Rob. And uh, so It's not in your mindset, is it? It's not in my mindset. Yeah, yeah, so I'm yeah. not there mm. trying to think, oh, am I trying to crack on to her? Yes. Or yeah, so yeah. I just, I'm chatting and I'm having a good old laugh Be yourself, with yeah. her, being, being myself. Because like, as soon as someone's off bounds, I'm not even you thinking relax. in that way. Yeah, I can relax. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, and then so uh, she gave me uh, no. I said she sent me an email uh, when I went to because literally it was smart. Then I went out to America to train for a fight. She apparently she said she said she sent me an email asking me about uh, when I'm fighting and stuff. And then I replied, I mean, I said if she did send me an email, I would have replied, because I'm not saying I'm one of those people who replied to everyone, yeah. and apparently I didn't reply back or anything <laughs> like that, which I find it really hard to believe. Uh, but then, um, then again, I found out that she, she was interested, and then then, uh, then it was like, then it was easy. And yeah, then yeah. I'm like, yeah, cool. And then, uh, yeah, so it was like really early on in my, my career, you know. Uh, so she got your fights? She goes to all my fights. I mean, like, there's some real unsung heroes throughout my career. Obviously, um, obviously, coaches get a lot of the help. I mean, Mike Brown, Paulie Gloves, Mickey Pappas, you know, Conan Severo. There have been some great coaches throughout my career and helped me out so much. But there's some 
will, you know, unslung heroes, which one, my wife is hundred percent one of them, and my brother. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're my immediate family. Both of my parents are deceased, so my brother's like the closest thing to me. Now my wife and I have a kid, but you know, man, they're they're, they're uh, yeah, they've been a tremendous support throughout me. And my wife, when well, she wasn't my wife at the time, but when we was together, she knew how important this was for me. Obviously, back then she she was she comes from South London, so like, she quite uh, she went to private school. It's not easy to go home and see your parents. By the way, I'm dating a case. Bit rough. Yeah, yeah. And when she first really honestly met me, she just kind of thought it'd be a bit of rough and tumble, mm-hmm. bit, you know, yeah. be quite fighty, a cage yeah, fight, yeah, you know, yeah. a little go with this. Thought it'd be that. And then obviously, then being with me, realised I'm not that. Because obviously, a lot of people have stereotypes yeah. of what a cage fight would be. Right, right, right. Some big dude with tattoos, roided up, you know, <laughs> you know that kind of person. Like, I'm, I'm, I like to really break the mould of that yeah. kind of guy. So like, uh, yeah. So I, when I met my wife, you know, she she supported me a lot, and then uh, we used to come to all, all my fights. And I say, at one point, she saw how important it was to me. She actually made me move to America for a year to to advance my right. training. And I mean, that's a good woman, mate. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. Oh, but like, she was just getting annoyed. Why are you, why are you, uh, <laughs> go to go to America. Yeah, but it's like she's been um, to me, yeah, you know, yeah. and. and because we have a really good, strong relationship, I don't think you can have uh, a. If you don't have a strong relationship, I don't think you can have that. No, well, no, I used, no, well, no I used to go and train a lot because also she's a very independent woman as well, which is perfect. Yeah. I've had other girlfriends throughout my uh, my, my life, obviously, uh, but they're a bit more like you, 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 you. Yeah. What are you doing now? I'm playing football. When you finish football, you come here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, okay. If I'm gonna go do this, you just go do something. Mm. Go with your friends. And go, Enjoy your life. Yeah, yeah, mm. exactly. So she had obviously a life with me, and also mm. she has a life outside mm. of me. So it it's wasn't healthy. Yeah, exactly. Very healthy. You you can't be about just you and you, you know. Yeah. And then because then it does become hard to do that sort yeah, of traveling yeah, yeah. or something like that. So uh, yeah, so I mean, she's been uh, obviously amazing. You know, she worked with the fights, you know. Do, she, into it. Anyway, she she is, but she obviously doesn't. She never cares about me getting hurt. You know, okay. that's never. A I was going to say, right. obviously, you know, that be the pro- fundamental thing. I think most no. people would probably argue yeah. yeah. it. because yeah. she knows me too well. Yeah, yeah. I don't care ever about getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. It's the outcome of the fight means a lot more to me. I'd rather break yeah, both chance. my legs and win than yeah. you know than be, come out unscathed and lose. You know, mm. cause that that's who I am. And also, she understands that when you win, you go through a certain door, and you lose, you go for another door. So. Obviously, there's way more good things happen, and I, mean, I also me, I'm in such a good mood when mm, I win. Cool. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is great, you know, like you're buzzing. When you lose, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, such a downer. So yeah. I think she's way more scared and worried about the outcome of the fight than me ever getting hurt or injured. That's yeah. interesting. Mm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So you, you got a little, got a little little son called Buddy. Uh, he's uh, a year and a half. Nice. Two in September. I was born on the 24th he's on the 28th no he's not sorry he's on the 26th we'll, 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 we'll edit that yeah 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 anniversary's on the 28th look at him getting that one in Bon thanks sir <laughs> and Bonnie on the 30th we, we got a little doggy in yeah first, yeah. first uh, well no we normally have Sabby here my dog is in, in, in uh, all the podcasts yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so Fast forward, say, I don't know, 
10 years and uh, and you let them wants to get in the octagon. Yeah. 100% behind it? This is one I've been battling a little bit, you know. It's like, obviously, I don't know until I get there, you know. But how I see this, all I, all I want for my son is to be a kind hearted kid. You know, for me, that's what, me being a proud dad, yes, I wish he's clever, I wish he could be a doctor, a lawyer, or anything like that, or, you know, but for me, as long as he's kind-hearted and, and, and good morals and, a good, and is a good kid, to, you know, I'm happy, but I would definitely like my son to be sporty, you know, as in, because I was, and I think that really helps with your development, growing up, team sports, all that sort of stuff, it's good for your health, so for me, I'd probably like him to do, obviously he would learn, he would learn how to do it. How could he not? I'd definitely teach him. I think it's a very valuable, it's a valuable life skill to have discipline. to be able to look after sure. yourself. You know, it shows discipline as well. You know, but for me, first of all, I, I like him to be athletic. You know, so something like gymnastics to start off with, mm. learn how to jump, roll, do all that cartwheels, that sort of stuff. And then when you're athletic, you could transfer that into any sport. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you could go into football. You could be a sprinter. You could be basketball obviously not because my height but you know you know so he could do anything he wants yeah. you know i'd like him to be sporty but it's, you know, obviously it's not a must i just would rather him be a good kid uh, I, say, I say it to my kids all the time it's like they'll panic about like their academic side and, and i'm like look just do your best yeah and like but it's, it sounds really weird because Exams to me, it, it didn't. It wasn't like the, my biggest panic. I, I always kind of thought, well, I could do that anyway. I could try that, and it was like I just say to my kids, look, just just do your best. But I don't want them to do anything that's going to infringe on them enjoying their childhood and mm, being happy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and I think that that will it's always a, be paramount it, it, over yeah, anything. Yeah, it's a strong balance. It's a hard balance that. But like I say, I wasn't very good at school. I was dyslexic, yeah. and I didn't find out I was dyslexic until fourteen. I just thought I was, you know, dumb. So like, it's only the last 10-15 years but I think when yeah. we were going through school it was kind of like my mates who were dyslexic at that time we were just like nah mate you're just a bit, bit a academia isn't going to be your thing when yeah. actually it's like well it's not it's because I can't fucking understand what's going on you know, I don't know what's yeah. preventing me here for, for me it's like I always found I was an intelligent kid like street smart I, I, I look at some people and think you retarded what are you on about <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like, and they're like high sets of me yeah, I'm thinking yeah. how could you not understand I think me I actually have a very good emotional intelligence yep. yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that sort of thing so I, I could get people's moods and I could judge people I find I'm a quite good judge that's why I think I'll be a good coach because yeah. coaching is not always about being the technical side it's about getting the best out of the other person right, yeah. so I, I think I'm good that side of things but academically I was really bad you know like i didn't i wasn't very good at reading writing that sort of stuff that's why i struggled you know that's why i would have cared about was lunchtime or after school to go do sports you know, yeah that's what that's, what, that's what, all I, I cared about but the same with my son is like i like him to be academic i just i want him to try hard at anything you know like i don't want him to be a quitter because some people are really gifted at some things don't appreciate it because of that that it's that easy you know like, they actually so there's actually a study on that brad where people don't want to pursue a career in things that they they kind of people often overlook what they're best at because it comes easy to them they yeah. don't realize they don't go into the, that sort of career because they don't they're like well it's easy and yeah. they feel that they've got to work really hard at something because yeah. but actually we have a dependable strengths yeah yeah we have dependable strengths 
I, I, uh, I won't keep banging on about my kids, but Please don't. I, I, t- I took my eldest yeah. and uh, to to my Muay Thai club, yeah. and uh, and I said, "Do you want to come and have a go?" And she was like, "Yeah, all right. and like and went down there, and within an hour, the instructor was saying, and, and I could see it literally throwing a perfect low kick, and I was just thinking that. T- took me fucking <laughs> ages to get anywhere near that. And it was like the whole technique was there. Kids are sponges, aren't they? Yeah. And like, and I was just like, on the way back, I was, I was saying to her in the car, I was like, you really got that? Like, mm. straight away. And like, and I was videoing it and I was showing like some of the other pals. I was like, mate, that's, that's impressive. And I was like, it's a first lesson. Uh-huh. And like, and took her back a few other times and she just, weren't really feeling it yeah. and like and I had to have that kind of argument with myself of being competitive dad going yeah. you've got to do this because you're yeah, really good at it exactly. and like yeah. but I just think well pushing your kids if, down if a court that, avenue that they're not interested yeah, in because don't get me wrong I would love to see her be a, 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 yeah. a great fighter but if that's not what she's into it's mm. not my place to go well no you're going to keep going back to that do you know what I mean but I did think oh god that was I wish I was naturally good at something like mm. that and someone would have said to me mate you're really good at that yeah. because I would have just excelled yeah. but some people just aren't like I, I feel that uh, my mum sort of pushed me down far too academic route than I, I probably wanted to go down to start with in early days in life and so I ended up doing subjects that I really just wanted to just dick about in class with you know yeah. A level and university there's all sorts of scrapes I got into because I wasn't actually engaging because I was doing subjects that I think my mum wanted me to do. Yeah. And I was kind of like not really putting putting much attention to it. And there's other things that I wish they kind of might have been a bit more like, no, Chris, keep at it. Like martial arts. So I was I was a black belt by 10, I think, which in, in many ways doesn't want it. What a route, so it was great. Okay. And um, so you shouldn't really get a black belt in such a short period of time. I think I started at 8 and by 10, 11, I was a black belt. I was good doing competitions left, right and centre. Yeah. I really liked it. I think I got back to about, to about 13, 14. I was teaching adults all the time and then girls came along and I kind of was just like, mm, I don't really want to go to karate class anymore, do this, yeah. I want to chase chase girls and get, you know, just do stupid things. And I kind of like, God, I wish mum would have gone, stick to your karate <laughs> instead of... No that's got to be a big thing when you that's not, Then I was like, that's not a career path. Yeah. Nowadays, MMA yeah. is like, yeah, yeah, but you yeah. can learn, go on. That's the thing. Yeah, when yeah. I first started, it wasn't like I say legit. No, now, no, yeah. young kids now, they've, no. man, you can go on and earn life changing money within the sport. It's a sport, yes. so you can, in a, in a way, you probably see now yeah. parents will push their child more in those sort of areas because it's like, hey, you have to get a living from this, you know. You, yeah, yeah. You know, you I have, well, yeah. I have my house, everything I own is very. Due to the sport, so like yeah, so I, I'm forever grateful yeah. of it being a sport. Those sort of fight of the night bonuses, and I a bit like holy shit. Yeah, I mean I'm you've had a lot of them, mate. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I well, but also I was smart. I mean, I, I like to yeah. I say I wasn't academically clever, but I'm I'm not. I know that my fighting career is only going to be a short space mm. of time. So my car, my driveway, that is nowhere near worth more than my house. Which you yeah. see some people, you know, like. The cars worth more now, so mm. also cars deplete in value straight away. Yeah. Perfect example. I mean, you are sitting here in a in a mink jacket with uh, forty <laughs> grand off a Rolex on your right? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, also perfect example. Same thing now. I was thinking about buying myself a, 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 a new car. Cause I want to get myself a bigger family car, kind mm. of thing, be a bit more practical. Uh, I've only got I've got a little Audi A1. 
gets me to A yeah. and B. It's a nice little moment, but it's like nothing crazy. Uh, and uh, I think I'm buying like a, a Q7 or something like that, a nice, yeah. It's a Q7. Audi Q7. Oh, okay. It's good, quite, it's quite, it's like a bit nice, you know. My wife wants a Range Rover. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done with them. You know, you know too many plastic gansers will drive, drive those, right? So, like, um, we, li- we live in Essex. We see a lot of them, mate. Yeah, <laughs> a lot, a lot there. So, like, uh, so for me, um, I, I was, but then I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to build an outhouse down the bottom of my garden. You know, I got like a proper cinema room down there and probably spend the same sort of money I would do buying one of these things. But that adds value to my house. You know, and same yeah. when I earn all those bonuses, put it to one side, buy a house. You know, like, I'm, I'm not, you know, someone like Conor McGregor, don't get me wrong, he earns crazy money, but he's the other person, he's living a crazy lifestyle mm. now that if anything happens, he's going to be bankrupt quick because mm. yeah. he, he, he's going around in stupid watches, yeah, you know, yeah, don't get me wrong, it's a fun lifestyle to have. Yeah, yeah. I remember even when he first started, first started fighting, I was fighting on the same sort of shows as me, like in Sweden and all that sort of stuff, yeah. early UFCs. And I'm like, he won a couple of bonuses here and there, and then I'm, I, we follow each other. He follows me on, on Twitter. I follow yeah, him yeah. on Twitter. We chat a little bit yeah. and that. And I'm like, I see on his Twitter, oh, he's buying his girlfriend a, uh, a like a, a, um, a Range Rover or something like that. And I'm like, mate, you're not earning that much money yet. Like, what you do? You're yeah, right. For me, I was more of a cautious yeah, guy. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I, you know, I mean, like, I've worked for a living yeah. before I got into fighting, yeah. so I'm like, I value money. So I was a little bit more careful. Yeah. When I, so I see him, I was like, oh, man, you ought to be careful doing that. And he's like, oh, psh. But now, obviously, <laughs> yeah. he earns what he earns now, yeah. which is a crazy amount of money. But, like, again, I'll be worried if something did happen to him and he yeah. weren't earning that sort of money. He's one of those guys, I think, yeah. can, uh, with his lifestyle. Would, uh, yeah. It's all part of the public persona yeah, and exactly. the brand, isn't it? Exactly. Like, you know, he's, he's the... He's the Jay Z of, of MMA, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. Um, well, that's yeah. I mean, all fair play to him. He's, well, he's, 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 he's doing all right at the yeah. moment, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, tenuous link there um, to another um, Trilby hat wearer that was probably the most impulsive, outrageous spender <laughs> of all time, um, but um, arguably, probably had a lot more money than what Conor McGregor's got. Didn't Just a bit more money than God. So do you want to introduce, is this number one? Um, oh no, we've got one more after this one, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, do you want to introduce the next well, one? And see, this is the cross one where it was kind of like a fedora, but it was more from uh, uh, the, um, which video was it from? The, uh, Smooth Criminal. That's it, Smooth Criminal. So it was Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah man. And, and he did wear her a lot of times as yeah. well. In and for me, it was not a Call of Duty. No, you know? hell no. And his, his music is literally timeless. You know, yeah. he's, he's never outdated. No matter where you are in the world, you know, you'd be having a crap time and sort of waxing a, like, Billie Jean or something. You're getting up and you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it is a it's a floor filler, uh, no matter where you are in the world. You know, well, like, Smooth Criminal was my original favorite one when I was a kid because Bad came out when I was like. That's the first like album, Mark Jackson, I bought. Yeah, Bad. same. Yeah, and we I had a I big chat about it. Yeah, yeah, busting out my Walkman all the yeah. time, and uh, and Smooth Criminal, that music video is just bananas. Yeah. You know that whole because um, I only found this out recently in the last few years or so. You know when they do that whole Believe. lean forward. Sure, I mean, I'm thinking about this. Did they have their shoes, like, yeah. somehow stuck yeah. to the floor? Yeah. That was it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that's yeah, what I mean. That's me just 
using my yeah, uh, no. intelligent uh, IQ there. That <laughs> if I was to do that, you just stick it to the floor and you'd be able to lean forward. Yeah, Either yeah, that or he was defying yeah. science. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was that big a star. But yeah, it was like it was on a little, uh, basically, there were like V's in the hills. Yeah. And basically, there were studs in the floor. So what they did is they go to slide their feet into that open V and then it right. locks in like that. Okay. So then to come out of it, they just have to step backwards. Yeah. And I was like, ah, that's clever shit. Because there used to be loads of talk about them doing it on like a, they'd move the entire room. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or whatever yeah. to do it. But obviously... That would have cost a lot more. Pra- exactly. But the practical solution of, often's the... Uh, and it looked fucking incredible, didn't it? How many people do you reckon out there have tried that and fell hard on their face? I must. I mean, Christ, when I was like a kid, was obviously a long, long time ago. But um, how many times did I? On my my mum's kitchen lino floor, try moonwalking. Mm-hmm. Literally, just wanted to give me out. Never do it. <laughs> I, I mean, for me, it's like I love dancing as well. I think it's great. It's, way to express yeah, yourself sure. and I think it's so cool and like the way he, that's the thing about him he wasn't just a great singer he was not all great songs it's just his presence and his, how he danced he was just so cool way ahead of his time and I'm like I'll try it I feel, I feel I can move a little bit but I get so envious and that's one thing I, that's one life skill I wish I could just have I, yeah like if I was a really good break dancer or something, yeah, I'd do yeah. that. That's that. You mean any your life of any party? You know, yeah. Yeah. if you just get there, some music goes on, like yeah. Run DMC or something, and you start doing some, you know, yeah, movement yeah. or some shit. Yeah, yeah. People are just like, holy crap, that guy is yeah, so yeah. cool. You You're know? never gonna struggle with Nick if you can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I used to do the worm. <laughs> Have you ever heard of the worm? Yeah, the worm. And, um, oh mate. Uh, I'm lot, picturing you doing that, and I still think you struggle on lick a bird. No, you <laughs> <laughs> well, the last one, the last time I did it, it was pretty busy, and I fucking landed on this girl's leg. <laughs> and after that, I was like, you know, and what? she said no. She well, she went to hospital nearly. Fucking really, yeah, I, I landed on her fire. What, so you like jotted her leg back? Yeah, man, oh, mate. Yeah, it was kind of like, everyone was like, right, okay, See, that's what, no what, more worm for you, Chris. <laughs> <It was laughs> very like, oh, shit. I remember one I, I, I done, like, you know, obviously I always try and do some funny, and this is one is went down as like a legend. I've <laughs> never even tried it again since. <laughs> Bit drunk at a wedding, as you are. You know, everyone's dancing, having a great thing. I, I don't know, I can dance a little bit. And, you know, you get a bit of competition and all that sort of stuff. I said, I'm oh, sorry, you're even eyeing up competition for <laughs> dance floor. Oh, fucking hell, that's competitive. Right. Um, and then, I, you know, we're having a bit of a dance-off, so people are doing some, like, crazy stuff, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, well, I need to have my game a little bit, <laughs> right? So I don't know how I did it, or even my thought process, I don't even know what happened. I decided to run and do a head slide. Get out. Just, like, slide on my head. My God. And it worked. And you walked away from and it. And it worked. <laughs> it I, end up being an I slid on my head. I don't know how I did it, but I ran forward and then like a head slide, just slided on my head uh, about a metre. And then... Uh, What's a head slide? Sorry, I want to picture it. It's well, the uh, right. well, it's no, I mean, it wasn't really a thing. I mean, I just kind of made it up. <laughs> right. it's, not, it's not like something that someone does. It's like I ran. Do you know you say you run and you slide on your feet? Yeah. I ran and just slid on my head where were your legs 
in the air. I was like, yeah, so, so I'm doing a hand, it's like, okay, so I'm doing a handstand, sliding, just on your head. Yeah, well, you know, like a headstand. I can do a head yeah. spin a little bit. Yeah. You know, not, but you were moving forwards. Yeah, but I thought, yeah, this will work. And it kind of did. You know, never, uh, but also, me thinking, getting a bit older, I was like, holy crap, that was so dangerous, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> so, but then, I think it's on video somewhere as well. I think they have a wedding video. Mate, I want to see that on YouTube. That'd be some but, shit. but honestly, it's one of those ones I don't want to watch it back because I don't think in my head it was like I slid right, like okay. twenty meters. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like when you when you snowboard the first time you do a jump, you're like, I fucking got, oh my god, I was so far in the end. If your mates filmed it and you've literally, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> in your head you've done some yeah. kind of like amazing Tony Hawk's. <laughs> but yeah, like, I've, I've seen great, and it is like, oh, oh like, I think they're gonna. Next so it's an actual thing. thing. That's a thing. Yeah, I didn't even know. It's a thing that I wouldn't. I would, recommend I think the idea of you just went. I'm going to do this. Yeah, that's the only way you're going to get anywhere near the floor with your head. Before, yeah. that's proper talking yourself out. Yeah. yeah, that is <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yeah, for sure. Well, have you done any, like, what, what have you got standout dance, dancing memories? Well, sure, oh, Are I you am... just one of the guys in the back of the club just standing there looking at people? Or do you... Dangerous loner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, do you know what? I remember, because... Um, since I've been 18, I've been a promoter and a DJ, so I've, I've okay. been in clubs every weekend. There you go, so then. I don't get to really dance that much. I'm generally the one standing there thinking, it's a fucking maniac gone past on his head. Do you know what I mean? I'm generally like that one. That's uh, dangerous to help and safety right there. Pick yourself a shirt. That's a lawsuit. <laughs> but no, um, I remember I went to South End and, uh, and no one was dancing. And it was, it was probably about half ten, the club's open at nine o'clock back then. And uh, and I thought, right, I'm, and something come on, I can't even remember what it was, but I just thought, I'm going to have a little dance to this. I remember, so, uh, but around the dance floor was like, bearing in mind this was like the early 90s, so there was all kind of chrome, like, like kind of 
bars that you could lean on and like around the outside of the dance floor. And so as I sort of walked out there, I've got half on the dance floor, I've slipped and just gone straight down on my ass before I'd even bust a move. So everybody in the club was now looking at me who was going to try and be a show off and go and have a dance, <laughs> laying there on my back, and I just thought, stay down. Stay down. She didn't try right? to style it out. No, no, there was no way to style it out. Right? <laughs> if I could have gone into some kind of shit bum spin, I would have done it. But it wasn't happening. I just thought, right, stay down. And I just thought, think about this one. And thankfully, my mate Dennis, to this day, I, I can't thank him enough, walked out, sat down, and laid down beside me <laughs> as if it was like a new thing. And I was just like, cheers, mate, got me out of trouble now. But yeah, no, I wish I'd done some, some exciting things. No. It's like the old ones, you know, when you used to walk and you trip in public and you give it an yeah. slight little, yeah. I'm yeah. jogging now, I need <laughs> to jog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, there he is. I do remember, like, um, about 10 years ago, I, I bought over, um, he was over in the country, did some shows, um, Africa Bambara, and we booked him to come and play his club out in Essex, and he was playing like, an old school hip-hop set, and uh, and I'm, I'm 43, so, like, when I was... In, in, in sort of 88, you know, when the old big hip hop thing started, I was like first year senior, and all the fifth year seniors were all like proper B boys, all yeah. like sang out of a run DMC video. And all of these fellas must have turned up like to see Africa Bambara play his, his hip hop set. And I reckon at the time they must have all been about maybe like 40, yeah. and like got a green light off the missus to go out for the night. and And all turned up like not looking quite so cool, <laughs> obviously, all put on a cutler stone. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, Van Barter had this, this guy with him who was a young lad, and when he started DJing, he jumped down on the dance floor, and the whole dance floor opened up, and he started breaking, and it was fucking incredible. Really? And it was just like the whole... It was like saying I have a film. The whole place was just standing around, just watching him, tearing it up in the middle of the dance floor. All of the fifth years from my school literally <laughs> just must have thought, I'm having this. And I'll tell you what, they all must... Like I said, all let themselves go a bit, but they all stepped up. I fucking battled him, and I'll tell you what, they still had it. It was really? fucking brilliant. They were old men, but they were ripping it windmills, and like, oh, it was pucker it was. But, Mate, I'd love to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah I'd love to do that, but I couldn't. I bet they were feeling it the next day, though. There's one, um, no, there's one, obviously, there's different types of breakdancing. So breakdancing, I was doing windmills and stuff. Mm. When you get a bit older, that's going to be a bit of a, you know, imagine now. So, like, but being able to just, you know, lock and pop. Yeah, that's you know that's, uh, that's for me that's so cool just like do a yeah. bit of locking and popping like giving it all that you know what I mean like yeah, that that's when it's timeless you don't get yeah. imagine seeing some old man locking and popping on that floor I'd be like oh, man, that's cool yeah, so, yeah, tip my yeah. Hat to him. But, but when you see where it's at now when you see some of these like shows on TV with what's the group called from Essex the dance troupe diversity when you see some of their Moves and he's fucking ridiculous, mm, isn't mental, yeah. Unbelievable. Jackson wrote, J- Jackson set a standard for that though, didn't he? Like, he, when you look back now, he was good, and there's people now who can mimic him and yeah. can do it possibly even better, dare I say. Yeah. But he was, wrote the book on it, didn't of he? Like, those live shows and that, when he was doing that, are just, uh, there's loads on YouTube, yeah. and his live shows are fucking wicked. Go on, sorry, Brad. Yeah, I remember when I, I was younger, I mean, I say I love breakdancing growing up, and there's a few uh, iconic movies that I love back in there, and now I want to go watch them back. The breakdancing is actually not that great. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. compared to what you see yeah, now yeah. online, you see some crazy, yeah, yeah. there's a French guy called Salah, who he does right. some crazy, I mean, like some really cool stuff as well, but then you see some other, other French, obviously breakdancing in France is massive, and you mm. see some other guys do some crazy one-handed 
I mean, you're just thinking, how are they even doing these sort of things? But back in the day, I used to watch this film called uh, uh, Brave Dance the Movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brave Dance the Movie 1 and 2. I, yeah. I watched them endlessly. <laughs> in, yeah. in America, it was called Electric Boogaloo in America, yeah. but the English version was Brave Dance yeah. the Movie. In, in, in America, it was called Electric Boogaloo. But... Um, and also wild style, wild style. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I still got, I got a little these on like yeah. that. Yeah, soundtrack for the first breakdance movie. Oh, make it ain't no stopping us, Barley <laughs> and Jerry. There's, there's one. What's it? I, I, it's not actually on. I had the, I had the vinyl. Yeah, it's not on the vinyl, but it's in the. It's where uh, Turbo. Yeah, obviously. With a broom. Craftwork. That's craftwork. That is amazing. Uh, Tour de France. That it's a wicked. A, it's a that, wicked scene. That, 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 yeah, 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 the broom is the for me the my favourite scene. And also John John Claude Van Damme. That's right. You know, yeah. He's doing yeah. <laughs> that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, for me, because the, the, uh, obviously it was they were called the T, was it called the TKO crew? So it was, it was Turbo, Ozone, and Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's called the TKO. And it was um, it was uh, Turbo who was the one who was doing the uh, the, the um, broomstick. I thought me, but for me, that was the best yeah. I mean, yeah even now I still watch that now yeah. and obviously it's not as good as it was back then because you see the little yeah. when he's doing you see a little bit of string or, or, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When he's doing. quickly because when you look back on those movies I get that with martial arts films or like uh, kickboxing and blood sport when I watch them back the choreography I'm like what why did I think that was so, as good as it yeah. was but I, I absolutely loved them but now I look back and I'm like the choreography compared to the martial arts like the raid I, I, I do that with computer games because I've yeah, been yeah. a massive computer game geek yeah. from the Sinclair Spectrum 48K to like to now that I mean I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've had just have every and there's so many times where I've oh, an old game that I just loved like say even when it was like Street Fighter yeah. you know you go play the original ones now you're like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. bad you know games Definitely. have developed so much better now yeah. So now I don't touch the old games because they're memories for me. Like, Cape is a memory. The old yeah. Golden yeah. Eyes and stuff like that, you know, oh, like Super Mario that. Kart, yeah. all those games. That, I mean, like, boom, they're staying out there in my amazing memories of yeah, them. Yeah. There's a few times I tried to rekindle some of these old games yeah. and it didn't do it for no. me, you know. And and the games out now are just so wicked Mental. that you, you, Mental, you, know, yeah. you can sort of like, you don't have to, do you? It's no. sport for choice. Yeah. Well, yeah. To tie up the Michael Jackson one, I've got mm. a, a trilby based fact, right? Obviously, one of the most iconic Jackson performances was when he, at the Motan 30th anniversary, first bust out the moonwalk. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the hat that he wore on that got sold about five years ago. How much do you reckon it went for, Brad? Quid. quid. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> the realms of just what, it's one of obviously, how much is uh, a trilby worth? Yeah. And it's just what people are going to pay for it. But yeah. Five years ago, was Michael Jackson dead at this time? How long has he been dead? No, he wasn't dead. Um, who was he? Five I was around about that time. It was David Guest it. that sold it. He, he put it in an auction, so he owned it. But it is a big thing that if Michael Jackson was dead yeah. or alive at the time, I think it would have affected Brian massively. Yeah, of yeah. course. So I'm going to go with him being dead. So if he was dead and it was that will be there, you've got to look in. I think something he like. It's got to be a few million dollars. Wow. What did you think? I thought about 50 grand. Please. I'd pay that. <laughs> well, when I found that, £3,200, 
and like that's crazy, isn't it? No, and it's on the Wikipedia. Like, have a little look, and uh, and it was the, the Trilby from the Motown 30th anniversary show, possibly the most, if one of the most iconic performances what? of his career. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and yeah, three thousand two hundred quid it went for in auction. In one of these Wikipedia, it was on the Daily Mirror website. They wrote a story about it going to auction, and then there was an afternote saying okay. it sold for this. And like, I ain't a rich man, but mate, three thousand two hundred pound for Michael Jackson's hat. Mate, I'm gutted that I missed out yeah, on this auction no, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That is that's stupid. I went to a Star Wars exhibition not too long ago. Uh, what, the O2. In the O2. You I went last weekend. Did you see the see the little Yoda? Yeah. Do you know how much that's worth? Go on. Do you know how much it's insured for? No. One billion. What? Because the original Star Wars. Yeah. What was it? The, like one of the puppets from the. the it's the original it was, yeah. Star Wars. Being yeah. held a billion. I because I I, I I it was just before my fight, but I, I had a tour there when a film went for the UFC, and I'm like just going around because I know I love Star Wars, and I looked at it, I went, oh man, it's the last original. I said, how much is that worth? And he went, I insured for a billion. Oh, and I was like, how much for cash? <laughs> When you want it, yeah, but, but, but. <laughs> what saying, but I was just like, What? He goes, Yeah, but keep that quiet because you don't want people to know. So, was that <laughs> worth more than the O2? <laughs> yeah, it has, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that has to be. Jesus, that's mind boggling. That's worth more than the bloody but gems also, that they've had nicked out. The millennium, so what I think is like, if a value is, I mean, like this piece of paper here is worth. Nothing really, but it's worth whatever someone was willing to pay for, for it. So that's so that's why it's hard. Obviously, there are things that are worth what they are. Like gold always has a, a weight or some yeah. currency. Yeah. yeah, again, that could fluctuate, but mm-hmm. that's yeah. So it's just like is someone willing to pay a so if someone out there has, has crazy amount of money, you know, to buy it. Like me, and I, it's a part I, of history. I, I, I could afford easily to buy that market dress now, where some yeah. people couldn't. I'd pay double that. Yeah, you know, it's what I could afford to pay. Yeah, I pay it, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pe- it's a piece of history, isn't it? It's difficult when you start quantifying how much things like that are worth. Yeah, yeah. things get silly. You see, some people like you know, like have a Rolls Royce with just uh, put some diamonds in the ceiling. What? Yeah, <laughs> just just because I can. Yeah, I just got so much money. I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. You know, I like that. Uh, how much is that? Uh, I'll pay that. Boom. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It's crazy. A billion. A billion. Fucking they do look nice. They look great in your motor anyway. Like, oh, <laughs> in my Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, look, should we get to uh, Numero Uno? Number one. Yeah, if yeah, if yeah. we do get some, some background noise shortly, we've just been made aware that um, the builders outside the studio are about to start drilling, so... Uh, yeah, if you do hear some noise, that's all it is. It's not, it's not like an episode from Saw. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Lock the door, Chris. How <laughs> <laughs> about not with Brad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I will fucking. <laughs> I will you be walking out of that room. <laughs> um, all right, so do you want to introduce your, your, um, your, your, final, your final name? Okay. Well, is it, when I say this is no in no order of. Of like which ones I think is the best. Mm. It's just how it was. It, it, it would be as number one. We have to find out which one is first. And then <laughs> this one's yeah again me being a bit older. One of the most iconic trilogies back in the day. Terrible, terrible remake. I found mm. the one where they made the new one. Not too long ago was is Indiana Jones. You know, you know, wearing a trilby. Yeah. yeah. 
Trilby and a satchel. Amazing. Yeah. And yeah. a whip. Uh, yeah, and a whip. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Those films for me were uh, been massive milestones in my my childhood. Yeah, you know? for sure. I, for me too. Like um, I used to watch them on VHS till the, the the video was just melting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you, I was getting white patches in the video because I've watched all those movies so much. And yeah, yeah he, that that look was proper iconic as well, yeah. wasn't it? And they even worked that into the plots. And yeah. how many times you see? It? I even saw on some crappy advert the other day, um, a guy reach for his hat and grab it. Just in the nick of time, I'm like, because there's so many yeah. scenes in in Indiana yeah, Jones just, when the stone yeah, walls come so, in and yeah. he grabs the hat, and people are still doing that now, yeah. basically, because it was it is so iconic that. But yeah, those movies are. To think at that point, you've just nailed arguably one of the coolest men ever, Han Solo, and then you become fucking Indiana Jones yeah. as well. Now you yeah. think, come on, mate, <laughs> how many more boxes do you want to tick? <laughs> uh, he got the cream of the crop in terms yeah, of cool just characters. A just a bit. Because I, I think he was he was discovered. I think he was um he was like a, a odd job man. And, and was odd job like the small guy. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He throws his hat. Yeah, he, he wears a lot of heels uh, in the films. But no, he, he was apparently doing some, some work and, and someone saw him and obviously it was Anson Boy, wasn't he? And and, oh, and got him involved, yeah. I, yeah, I don't know a lot about Harrison Ford. So you're saying too, acting school's not the way forward nowadays? No, just just get a handyman. Glad <laughs> looks at these builders outside here. You know? <laughs> Work in the prop department of uh, yeah, one of the big studios, and that's it. That's all you'll need. We're, we're just watching the builders outside now, thinking they can be cast as. <laughs> Do that every show. Uh, guys, uh, Diet Coke's good. Guys called Penfold. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favourite one out of the Indiana Jones films? Any any of those? Any other ones that stand out for any particular reason? To me, like the one, which was the one where they uh, were at the table and, the, uh, and they're eating like, snakes. What was that one? Yeah, Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the one for me. Yeah, yeah, I think it's definitely got the best opener when they, they're in the uh, in the club and he he's trying to exchange that gem, and uh, basically there's that song at the start. Anything goes. Du, 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 yeah. du, du. I think that's fucking tremendous, and it's just a, it's just a wicked scene. It all just goes tits up really quickly. Yes, it's Pucker. Really good one, Templeton. I think that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark, the, the first one, when they open that arc and the faces melt on oh, that, that horrifies yeah, me yeah, when yeah, I was a kid. Yeah, like, of course. And like, one explodes, doesn't it? Yeah, but it's yeah. the main dude with like the... The eyes, oh, yeah. they were coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, when his face, when he screams and then was his that, face... Was that the one like, where they had, 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 they were trying to get the um, the fountain of youth, whatever it was. What's that, what's the... Oh, that was, um, that's, um, great, I'm going to say Great Crusade, is that, is that the right one? It was the third one, Yeah, it was the third one, yeah. yeah. With his dad in it. Yeah, but that is it, with the, yeah, he, he goes a bit wonky, doesn't he, after yeah. he drinks out of that as well, yeah. Yeah, they were scary, um, but you were saying, like, the Ra- Raiders, when that happened, like, I've watched that movie probably about five years ago now, yeah. and again, it's that, like, oh, that's not that scary now, it's clearly a face, a bit of plasticine, yeah, yeah, it's now yeah, melting. Yeah, 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 right, because yeah. you get desensitized by all the, sh- the, the movies like you watch now. Like Jaws now. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, Jaws would be like, oh Man. my God. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what the hell was that? Yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing with Jaws, it's when you see it, it becomes like, oh. Because up until then, when you don't really see it and you just hear the music and you know it's coming, it's, yeah. that's the stuff, isn't it? That's yeah. the scary stuff. I think they call that... They call that jumping the shark in Hollywood terms. You know when you're watching a movie and there's a point in the film and you're like, oh, fuck off, I can't be bothered with this now. 
because you're you, 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 you disbelieved and you're like, that's not real anymore. I can't be bothered with it. Yeah. And I think they call it jumping the shark. I think it comes from Jaws because at the point once you see Jaws, yeah. uh, for adults back when that came out, not yeah. like me as a kid, I was petrified or yeah. even yeah. person I was watching. Um, most that's when you jump the shark because yeah. you're like, oh, it's actually just this rubber thing in the water. Yeah. So yeah, now that's what they say. So when you're watching the movie and there's a point where it jumps the shark, that means it's the point when you've gone, oh, I can't even believe this anymore. It's, it's just got silly. But and when I was a kid, I was petrified of that. I remember that scene where he's chomping the geezer and it's falling out the back of the boat. Oh, that affected my uh, behaviour getting yeah. in the water. My wife, to this day, still can't watch Jaws. She, she's petrified from it. I, I, for me, I, I've always been a fan of gore. You know, <laughs> like, you know, like, even, even in real life, if someone had a bad accident, you know, like, <laughs> uh, playing football, you know, we see some bad compound yeah. fractures and stuff like that, you know, and I'd be like, oh, I'm, gonna have a look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that guy who has to go over and have a look to see what's going on. You know, I'm very that morbid curiosity. Yeah, I am. It's like I want to see, but you don't want to see, but you have to see. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I'm always that guy. You know, to to watch it. So I think people like to kind of shock themselves a bit, don't mm. they, to see how they how they're gonna stomach things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm all right with the movies. It's weird. I don't like watching AR. Because I'm, I'm a bit, that's a, that's something I yeah. don't like. Is like, yeah, the real, when I see the real fractures or whatever, I'm a bit like, oh, no. No, but I'm, I mean, like, one got me the other day. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but there's a guy doing leg press. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Do you, you know what? That? that was what I, I will watch. I will <laughs> that reaction is that he's seen it. I will watch one of the YouTube things about, like, leg breaks and watch loads of skateboarders landing yeah. and getting up and their legs bend yeah, the wrong yeah. way. And, like, I just think, whoa. <laughs> That one, fuck. Oh, mate, I'm going to have to watch this now. I'll have to. I'll, okay. have to I'll let you explain it because oh, okay. it's dark. A guy's like, I don't know, just doing crazy amount of leg press, you know, stupid amount of plates on it. And, and he's pushing it up, right? And you can see that his left knee starts, he's got, obviously he must not have the best knee anyway. Mm. Cause he's got like so many straps on it. And, mm. that, and you see it starts wobbling it and then he, you see, and then he goes, the weight makes it fold backwards. But obviously, you know, a leg press, the weight's coming back yeah, down. So it not yeah. just folds backwards. It's gets pressed oh. down and he's just, he's like, yeah. it's gone in a direction that he should never be physical <laughs> possible. And he just, he's screaming yeah. and the guy's filming, filming, oh shit, you know, like, it was a bad one. You know, it's like, you just go, whoa. You know, that kind of. Hell, that yeah, was I'm one of the ones where I thought, don't actually want to watch that one again. Oh, really? yeah, <laughs> you see yeah. a lot of ones, you know, the old weight weightlifters and that, yeah. the armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See that sort of stuff, but this one did look. It had it's not right. Unfortunately, yeah. the morbid curiosity, I'm gonna have to. I'll forget about it, and then later on this evening, I'll be sat there and I'll be like, whip out the phone, <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, mate, I wish I'd never seen yeah, that. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, obviously, I say I played a lot of football. You know, obviously, one of the worst football ones I saw growing up was the David Boost ones for Man United. Right. You remember that one? Mm. It was it know. was so bad. Right. You know, like his leg was probably broken in three different ways. A career uh, ending sort of right. Oh yeah. yeah, by yeah. far. You know, he he never played football again. And like when you broke you know, you know compound fractures when the bone sticks mm. out of the this was like just out in different areas, yeah. you know, like it, it was just really it was really, really bad to look at. Okay. And you saw the pictures of it even in the in the paper, you saw because it's a football <laughs> sock. The, the bone sticking through the football sock. Oh, yeah. it's, it's just like. Well, I, bet, I bet more people have watched 
more people have seen Anderson Silva have his leg broken than have seen him fight. Yeah, no, that's another one. That that that's, that's quite. I mean, this is funny. But we even forgot into got into cage fighting, right? This is, I don't know, this, this reminds me. I went to like a real early cage rage. What? I can't remember who the goes who are fighting. It was just. I may be wrong. Quote me if I'm wrong. There's a guy called Ross Pettifer, I believe, was fighting. He was a young kid, right? He came out and they announced him and all that sort of stuff. He came out and he looked pretty, you know, like a normal little kid. You know? yeah. uh, big, big. Uh, must be well weight or something like that. But he, just like a young kid. And the next guy they announced. Muay Thai champion this, that champion that, champ, 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 champ. Comes out to some death metal with with tattoos everywhere. And he's just, fuck, yeah, yeah, fuck. You know? And like, you just like, oh my God, you know, like this guy's seen, this is before I got into the fire, so I'm like, this guy seems freaking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then they, I, I, I think it was maybe McGraw Morton was in the middle of the thing. He goes, goes to the guy, Ross Pepper, are you ready to fight? And he's like, yeah. And he goes to the other guy, are you ready to fight? And he's like, fuck him, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh my God. And he, and his butt, two seconds, the guy comes out, throws a kick, and he sounded like the worst kick he ever kicked someone with. But there's the sound of his leg snapping. He kicked the other guy and broke his own leg. Oh, yeah, and the other guy didn't even do anything, and he's just like, I won! <laughs> he, he, he celebrated, because like, I think he, he, was he probably was about to die. Yeah, I'm not yeah, done, but, but it was like when the film, one of my first experiences, and the, it was the noise. I can remember yeah, it sounded sound so loud, but it was his legs snapping. What's weird is you say that. The, I, I met you, you won't remember it, but I, I met you at um, the Bellator MVP show. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And we, we went up to there, I was walking through, and you was, you was sitting in the, 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 the bar area thing. And um, I, I did come and say hello. And. Um, and then we uh, we we watched the it was, it was a pretty good card all round I think yeah, it was about, and, yeah. Um, but obviously I, I was surprised just through I've seen MVPs highlight reel quite a lot and I presume more people were going to be there for for daily and when MVP come out I hadn't seen anything like that like I, it was it was pretty crazy like he, I didn't realise how popular he was yeah but that aside. I heard that knee yeah. and that sand. Like I remember, I, I literally the minute he done that and he went down, and I just Oof. said to Pip, "Oh fuck, what was that?" Like I just presumed he just smashed his nose or, or something because it it was a crack. Yeah. And like, and I said to Pip, I went fucking hell. And when he stayed down, I was thinking, "Oh, I don't know what he's done." And I, I, I mean, I know Cyborg for many years. He went fun on cage rage with me and all that sort of stuff. He was actually involved in one of the best fights I've seen live. Was. Uh, Crazy fight with him versus Melvin Manoff, but I know he's a very tough guy. And but as soon as that hit, the way he fell down, I knew he wasn't. I knew he wasn't knocked out or anything like that. You could tell that he was hurt. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God, there's something gone wrong. Yeah. And then you saw him going to go down, yeah, oh, yeah. and then he held it. And then you saw him. He was actually kicking his legs yeah. a little bit. Oh, fuck. you're like, oh my God, something's seriously gone wrong here. Yeah. And then he got when they got him up, and he just went out the cage straight away and I was, I was I was at the cage door he was coming out and I remember looking at him thinking what's, what's, wrong, what's wrong with his head? Yeah. And I'm like always a hole in his head. For yeah. listeners that are wondering what we're talking about if you um, go on Google and put cyborg x-ray 
um, you'll, you'll, you'll see a, a fight that we're talking about where um, this, this, this British fighter that a lot of people are talking about at the moment um, threw a knee and, and hit the front of his, his skull and literally shattered the front yeah. of his skull. It's, yeah. uh, it, I mean, like, when you, I mean, obviously, a lot of you, I guess your listeners are um, not even into the sport or don't know much about the sport. But I'm, obviously, now we're saying this to go see that. I think, oh my God, that's crazy. Why the, this is a very rare occasion. Yes. And this is yeah. sort of stuff you could see in a football match or you know, that sort yeah. of stuff. As in, like, the most kind of injuries you get from from fighting is very superficial. Yeah. A lot of people see a lot of blood cuts yeah. and stuff like that. But for me, when I. I used to play a lot of football as listeners have listened from the start to finish. Yeah. I I played football a lot. I got way more injured playing football yeah. than I ever did doing fighting. A lot of the injuries I used to get through fighting, fighting like I like say, like a little cut here and stuff like that, and, and you see blood and everyone's sitting and see blood. But, oh, someone's dying, but there's nothing. For me, I'll get stitched up and within a week I'm healed, you know, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. When you play football and you tear your hamstring or you you, yeah. you pull your quad or something, yeah, like, yeah. you're out for months Mumps. and months yeah, and months, yeah. you know. So like, I used to get way more injured playing football, you know. But I see a lot of people see the blood. I think, oh my god, someone's dying. You know? and it's so easy, especially bleeding from the head. Yeah, yeah. loves to bleed, doesn't it? I've you know, you just it looks like a massacre when yeah. you get that sort but of. It's just injury. literally a bit of blood, and yeah. like I'll be honest with you, you don't feel it, you don't hurt, and it's just because you, your skin is quite so, yeah, yeah. quite soft in certain areas. And, and you, as I've said it to you before, like the amount of times in the clubs over the years where someone's been whacked with a bottle on the head or whacked with something on the head, and I, and I don't mean a broken bottle shoved in them, just a donk on the head that's mm. given them a tiny a little nick. They've had a drink, it's a head, it bleeds. They're going ballistic because they think that their head's hanging off and all their friends are going crazy. I'm like, just calm down, I'll take them in the in the yeah. first aid room. One wipe and you just go right there. And it's literally a, a tiny little half inch yeah. nick. But it, it just it does look horrific, yeah. you know, to the to the you know, to someone that's also in the minor sport when you have the blood and you have sweat involved as well, it obviously drips a lot more and it yeah. looks worse. Yeah. Okay. Well um let's before we, we round up, what do you want to shout about? Right. Well, where can people find out more about you? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like, you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the same handle, which is at one underscore punch, which is O N E underscore punch. That's on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram, and on Snapchat, which I do Snapchat a little bit now. I do some funny stuff on Snapchat, <laughs> which is one underscore punch again, which is the word one O N E, not the letter one. Yeah. The number one, should I say? <laughs> uh, uh, on Snapchat, I'm one underscore punch MMA. Uh, also, I have a podcast, uh, as I mentioned earlier, and thing that's uh, the One Punch Podcast. You could, um, yeah, uh, download that on iTunes. And subscribe if you, you know, hear like we hear remind yeah. me talking rubbish. You know, more welcome to help. Uh, what sort of subjects you discuss on One Punch? Um, it, obviously, it's. We do a lot of uh, readers' questions and stuff yep. like that. So people uh, ask any questions, I answer questions about cool. anything. But obviously, it's more as they say more fight related. Yep. But we do chat about general chit chat and, yep. and stuff like that. Um, it's not super serious. I mean, it's not like real factual and like. Yeah, you know, yeah. But you see a lot of things from a fighter's perspective with myself, okay. and also Brian being a co- co- comedian. You see, he tries to be funny. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he uh, has a lot of that sort of side of things, yeah. and um, yeah, so yeah, it, it's fun. It's a bit more, a bit more tongue in cheek, you know. 
right, we, we can relax a bit now because I'll, I'll be honest with you, Brad, we, we got a bit fanboy now we were doing yeah. this today. Yeah. You know, okay. we're, we're both huge MMA fans and, and huge Brad Piggy fans. So, um, yeah, I, I, honestly, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, watching thanks, fight. thanks um, a lot, mate. Yeah, and, and, great watching and, the fight. Yeah. And, Thanks loads for agreeing to do this. This of was course. A, a, a tweet out of the blue asking you if you'd do it, and you was gracious and, and kind, cool. and you've yeah. you've come down to us today, which is which is brilliant. And yeah, wish you all the best in thank everything you. you're gonna do. Much um, appreciate, guys. Post, post Cheers, Brad. Career. So, yeah, thanks, yeah, thank mate. You. Cheers. No worries. And there you have it, gang. Gang. Yeah. All right, you got a gang. Gang. Oh. I've got a gang. You're in, you're in my your gang. gang. Yeah, yeah, you're in my gang. <laughs> Have I got any choice about Whether that? Whether you know it, like it or not, if I'm getting pulled down, you're coming down with me, mate. Brilliant. I'm in your gang with your wang. <laughs> <laughs> wang gang. <laughs> Dr. Feelgood's wang gang. Jesus Christ. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed that. Um, we <laughs> love doing it. Um, as you could probably tell, because we was fanboying right yeah. out. Um Yep, go and subscribe, please, um, and then you will get these. Just pop up on your on your iTunes. And yeah. a big thanks to Acast, um, mm-hmm. who um, put all this together. Let um, us record in their studio again. Let us use their studio. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Joel for helping us uh, set it up. Yep. Well, I say helping us, who just flat out set it up. For yeah, us. yeah, yeah. So um, if that's not a subtle hint to uh, get record your shows better, <laughs> Chris, Chris, no, I got this, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Move away from the mic. <laughs> Yeah, so thanks for that. Um, go and subscribe. And I'll tell you what, um, we put a little post out on our, our social media. So there is a hardcore listing page on Facebook. Yeah. Um, go and like it. And we do put up lots of little funny things and nonsense. And moving forward, you will probably start seeing a few more little videos and bits and pieces that we're going to look at mm-hmm. doing. We have set up a YouTube channel um, under hardcore listing uh, with Chris and Stu. Subscribe to that, and you will start seeing some funny little bits of content on there as well. Yeah. Um, we're really enjoying doing this, something, and we've yeah, got, got some some weird little ideas of some stuff that's probably yeah. either going to get us arrested or um, <laughs> get us lots of followers. Again, um, yeah, there's Twitter um, at Redshift Rebels yeah. um, and at Stu Whiffin. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you follow us on there, you'll get loads of info. And Redshift Rebels and Stu Whiffin on Instagram and, as well. And so just the last thank you to Brad as well. Um, for being a wicked guest and what's his uh, Twitter it's like at one punch isn't it at something one punch, like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah and follow him and give us your hashtag top five Trilby hat wearers that's quite a long hashtag absolutely yeah. not thought that one through and if you do follow us on, on whatever mediums um, <laughs> always just send us in your ideas for top five yes. because yeah, yeah. me and Chris are constantly going to be recording ones with me and him just yeah. going through uh, the listeners top fives and in the bath yeah in, not in the bath We'll come back to that. Bye. Bye. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. We do need to get a photo now. Okay. Uh, but I'm all naked. Whoa, 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 whoa. I missed that memo. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.